Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis Extra Life Episode 4. I am your host, Ryan Bai, and I am joined today by Mr. Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, how are you? I am doing good this morning, Ryan. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm also joined by Leif Supreme Leader Dizer. Leif, how are Ooh. you? No, no, I'm only halfway here, Ryan. Oh, okay. halfway here. <laughs> this whole Xbox being able to game from your phone now. I'm playing No Man's Sky on my phone, literally right here, right now. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thanks for giving us your undivided attention. Undivided we attention. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> no, this is super cool. The only complaint is, and I think they know that there's an issue with it, that uh, the uh, the sound there is a little crackle in the background for some reason. Ooh. But uh, no, it's super, I mean, it was a little bit of a hassle to set up, but this is like a game changer for me. Like, I don't ever have to like, you know, I can be hanging out with the wife, but not actually pay attention to anything that's happening around me. <laughs> so you just play any of your your games on your phone now? I'm literally playing No Man's Sky right now. It just what? streams from your Xbox onto your phone. What? Yeah, you can just ignore your wife entirely. It's all good relationships should. Yep. I can pretend to be like involved in the family thing, but just uh, you know, just be killing some aliens on here. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good times. <laughs> yeah, right, I think it just came out yesterday, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh I'll look it up maybe. I don't know if I would like gaming from my phone. Like, yeah. I have a sixty four inch TV. Why would I Oh, yeah. I have plenty of places to game that were, yeah. are more convenient or more, I don't know, intuitive for, for gaming. But like this, like I said, I can like Haley can be uh, watching TV and I can just be hanging out still kind of watching TV and talking with her, but still be screwing around on my games. There you go. I might have to look into it. Yeah. This is Nerdentity Crisis Extra Life, your weekly supplemental video game podcast all about Xbox. You can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice. Google, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Please make sure to leave us a nice review. Tickle that subscribe button. We would very much appreciate it. And you should also join our Twitter and stuff because we will be running all sorts of prize giveaways that are only going to be exclusive to our Twitter account. Yeah, and don't miss a out. A lot of them, you know, you might just have to be just the first one to respond to something. And if you have us on Twitter, you might get some prizes that way. Yeah, don't be left out of the loop. Yeah, don't and, don't, and don't miss out on our main episode either where we are giving away right now $100 for two different uh, giveaways right now. So that Who doesn't includes, like free money, yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. More money for gaming. That's that, There's nothing wrong with that. There you go. So uh, are we going to be doing any giveaways for you know this this episode or this uh, you know little segment that we do? Or, yeah. Are we doing anything? Or the is it just going to be the... Oh, yeah, we will be. Yeah, we'll be alternating We're, between all like our social media platforms and our episodes or our different segments. So, although if we're giving away on this episode, don't expect like a PlayStation Store. This is Xbox only, bitches. Yeah, yeah. Well, Xbox yeah. only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Make sure to email us your questions and your guesses to the giveaways and your insults to the giveaways. 
nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. Yeah, um, on our Twitter account, you have posted, I believe right now, the uh, Alphabet Soup giveaway, where if you guess the, uh, the gaming phrase, a very popular gaming phrase, then uh, you could win 50 bucks. You just have to be the first one to guess it. So, And if I'm being honest... I figured it out, and if I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. Yeah, so. you figured it out this week, so yeah, <laughs> definitely. Did. Somebody should should know this week, I would imagine. Yeah, if this idiot can get it, then pretty much anybody can. Yep. Clearly, I made it too easy if Ryan can get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's jump into what are we playing now? Jeremy, let's start with you. What have you been playing? Well, this weekend, or started on Thursday, I dived into the Cold War beta for the new Call of Duty. If I checked that out, that was uh, actually a lot of fun from what I was talking to Eric about earlier about the first time, or the I think it was the last weekend. It was, it was pretty rough, so I wasn't expecting much going into it. And Apparently, they made a lot of fixes to it, and I thought it felt pretty nice playing the multiplayer. Everything felt pretty solid. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for even the multiplayer on this one again. So, Have you gotten killed by a 12-year-old who talked about sexing your mom yet? Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Probably coming, though. Yeah, that's what happens to me when I play those games. So, Do they have anything for zombies on there, or is it just multiplayer? Well, he just had the multiplayer that you could play through. I know the rest of the menu popped up. I can't remember if I've seen zombies. I believe there is, but then they are continuing the war zone onto this one. I believe they're creating a whole new map that's going to be coming out for it that oh, wow. I'm excited to try. Definitely. And yeah, I just I like the feel of this one over the modern warfare, so I'm kind of excited to get into the battle royale in the war zone, see it, see how that's different. Like I said, I believe they have zombies on there, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, very cool. I uh, downloaded, uh, I haven't played it yet, but downloaded the Maid of Skr, or Scare, or however you say it. Uh, it's one of the October Games with Gold free games. Uh, it's a horror survival one that's based in the world of the Quiet Ones oh, movie. Okay. Huh. So I'm going to give that one a try. That one's free right now, and then uh, just working on my War Zone and still working on my nexamon so awesome very cool you haven't Uh, you haven't collected them all on nexamon huh no not yet (laughs) (laughs) there's i think 381 to collect (laughs) jesus do they have a saying that's very similar to pokemon yeah gotta gotta catch them all or uh is it uh no, there's there's no catchphrase. I think it would be so funny if it was something they similar should. to that. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Next month, gotta have them all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Leif, what about you? Are you obviously doing some No Man's Sky on your well, phone? Yeah, literally else? playing No Man's Sky right now. <laughs> but, yeah, we played some Rogue Company, you know, uh, one one night, all three of us, and we did pretty good. But I, you know, I haven't, I don't know. I haven't been able to peel away from No Man's Sky yet. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, what when we played Roll Company the other night, I think we only lost one match. Really, I Otherwise, think so. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Otherwise, we dominated, and by we, I mean you two and Eric, and I was there as well. No, so. <laughs> once you switched your character, you did better than me a lot of matches. Yeah, I really like that new character. I can't remember her name. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Mm, D- Dahlia? Yeah, 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 Dahlia, yeah. She, Yeah, I like her guns she can have, and then I like that I can revive people from a distance so I don't have to get into the thick of it and get killed. That's pretty, that's kind of my strategy. So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm just playing some more control. I'm going to get through it hopefully this week and then move on to other things. But I really want to see what they do with Alan Wake and see a up new version of Alan Wake for new or current consoles would be awesome. So that's kind of it for me. Would you uh, recommend somebody actually going out and buying control or do you not like it that much? I, I do. I really enjoy it. And the further you get into the game, the more sense shit makes. But there's just a ton of stuff they don't explain. And it is, it's very weird. It is a weird ass game. So, but I know you said you like that stuff, Life. So, yeah, I think I would enjoy it. I think you would too. Like the gunplay is really fun. The powers you get are a fucking blast. Like you can literally pick up anything with your mind and just throw it at people. And I I love that shit. And then you can possess other people. You can like rip concrete out of the ground and use it as a shield with your mind. Like there's a ton oh, of cool shit. You sweet. Can, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit you can do in the game. But I mean, there's definitely some annoyances. Like if I had to give it like a score out of ten, I'd probably give it like a seven. The map is really convoluted, and trying to figure out where to go can be hard, especially when you have to backtrack. But I don't know, man. The gameplay is a lot of fun. If you don't mind a weird story, and I think you would really like it. Yeah. So, Jeremy, did you ever play? Uh, the control, I have not played yet. I have it. Yeah. Um, but I think I made the stupid choice of purchasing two games at once. And oh yeah, <laughs> not the not the game I went with to start playing. And then I yeah, I never played it yet, but I do have it. And I would like to get into it and. But it's still just sitting right there. I'm looking at it right now. Well, play it, boys. Play it. So this week, there's fuck all for news out there, really. There's not much other than Phil Spencer getting a little more convoluted on whether Bethesda games are going to be exclusive or not. I don't even know if he knows. But Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We, I, I figured we probably couldn't spend a whole episode talking about that because we kind of already did it. So... This week, we're going to... Last week, we talked about our favorite studios. So this week, we're going to talk about specific games. And really, in no particular order. Like This is not a ranked list. But Xbox has had some good exclusives over the years. Obviously, I think they're losing the exclusive battle right now with Sony. But hopefully, that changes here soon. So yeah, I figured we'd just start with the Juggernaut, the game that started it all. Let's talk a little bit of uh, a little bit of Halo. I remember the first time I ever played Halo, I was at my friend Kevin's house, and I did not have an Xbox at this point, but we didn't even play multiplayer. Like I kind of watched him do the campaign, and then he handed me the controller, and I played the campaign a little bit, and I was instantly hooked. Like I think if I think Doom probably gets the credit for creating the first-person shooter, but I think Halo gets the credit for kind of mainstreaming it. So yeah, talk to me a little bit about Halo, guys. Do you remember the first time you played Halo and when uh, kind of, I guess, you fell in love with it? Jeremy, let's start with you. Well, I mean, it was, this was such a long time ago, but uh, yeah, first time I remember playing it and my brother had just picked up an Xbox. I mean, it was like all pretty brand new and we're, he was deciding what to get and whatnot. And I remember you went and I think he was debating whether between a PlayStation or an Xbox at the time, see 
I don't remember how old he was at this point, but he uh, ultimately decided to go for a Xbox and the uh, first game we got was Halo, very first one. And I still remember yeah, going through the campaign, going through on Legendary, and then we finally got four controllers and started getting a multiplayer. And I don't know how many 2v2 battles we played, but man, it was way too many. Hell yeah, man. And screen watching? No screen watching. <laughs> Even though everybody did it. Everybody did it. Come oh, yeah. On. Let's be real. <laughs> So Leif, you, if I remember correctly, Halo Combat Evolved was your favorite game of all time, if I remember, from our top 10 list. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe that, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. I you think know, I it's, it's such a tough top 10. It's top 10 yeah. list. It's, it's a lot of them are so do. close together. It's, yeah. No, yeah. I, I had the same exact experience as you, Ryan. So it was with our buddy, Kevin. So I, we were all just there and he was playing it and we kind of tossed the controller back and forth a little bit, but getting used to the story, like you said, it, I would say it probably did, you know, make first person shooters like a bigger deal. And I think it was more of the story, you know, it, yep. the story brought, brought the first person, brought you into the shoes of the, of the, uh, the actual character, Master Chief. So, so that was the biggest deal. Like when I played Doom as a kid, I, there was no story, you know, you're, just, <laughs> there's, there's you're just there to kill monsters. You're there to kill, yeah, these <laughs> monsters and demons and stuff. And yeah, definitely a lot of fun, but uh, didn't know what the hell was going on. And usually I was too young to even understand it and just played on it with cheats where I could walk through walls and shit like that. <laughs> so probably one of the first first person shooters that i picked up and wanted to play for more than just like a half an hour to an hour you know so definitely a fun game yeah i remember vividly like in the campaign i think what sold me was the first time you find the flood and they just come pouring out as you're trying to escape and like i had never seen anything like that in a game before Especially playing on like this ultra hard legendary difficulty and all that stuff. You had just all these crazy looking alien blobs just chasing you and some of them explode <laughs> and yeah. other ones can carry guns and other ones attach to your body and try and kill you. And yeah, dude, I fucking loved Halo. And then I think it's important to note too, like Halo started the land party. I mean, I people did it with mm-hmm. PCs and stuff with like Quake and that kind of thing, but that was never really my thing. But this is the first time I remember, especially with Halo 2 and then Halo 3, of just hauling your Xbox and giant tube TV all over town <laughs> to meet up with buddies <laughs> and then just play for fucking ever. Like we would just spend an entire day at somebody's house just playing Halo. You would bring and, that damn 300-pound tube TV. Oh, Jesus. That thing was heavy as shit. <laughs> that was so heavy. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a two-person lift. Yeah. Absolutely it was. Yeah. I specifically bought a flat screen when I was in high school just so that I could not have to carry a tube <laughs> TV around. <laughs> but yeah, man, we would get together. I'm trying to remember. like our One of our coworkers, Brian, I yeah. know we had a huge party in his basement once. Where we played forever, and then another coworker, Jason, used to have them all the time. Yeah, and yeah, it was just such a goddamn good time. It was such a good time, and I kind of miss that. If I'm being honest, I mean, do you guys Xbox Live is nice and convenient, but do you guys miss LAN parties at all? Yeah, I mean, it forced you to actually get together. You know, it was yeah. still it was a really big social event, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't what it is now, where you can hop in and out. 
you actually planned for like a day together. So, right, Jeremy, did did you ever do a lot of land parties? We did some. I mean, it was more just our connected boxes together. I mean, we had them from time to time, uh, but it was definitely fun. And I, I just think there's something more to it. Just having the person there, like in the same room or the same house, it just has you have different reactions and kind of fun just seeing how everyone else plays and how they get into the game and whatnot. And it, it just creates a different experience to me, I think. Definitely. Yeah. The fun fact, the first time I ever hung out with Jeremy was playing Halo at a land party. That was the first (laughs) time ever. And now we're the best of friends. (laughs) The best. (laughs) Oh, good times. So moving on, I want to talk about kind of another big juggernaut in the Xbox lineup, which is Fable. And Fable is a really cool game when it came out, Linehead Studios. It was like the first time I remember playing a game where your choices kind of mattered. And there was different endings depending on kind of how you acted throughout the game and how you treated other people throughout the game. I remember playing the shit out of that game, but... I don't think I enjoyed it as much as Leif did. I remember Leif playing it all the damn time, and you finished it before I ever did, if I remember right, Leif. So, Leif, tell me a little bit about Halo, or about Fable. <laughs> uh, you know, Fable's Fable's Fable. It's a fun game. It's got a great story. Your decisions, like you said, mattered. And I don't know, just the, the art style to it, the kind of the joking nature of some of the villagers and people... I don't know. It just caught my attention and I enjoyed it. A lot of times I actually don't like that, like cartoony kind of goofy fighting stuff, but there was just something about that game that always held my attention and I enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then in other or the sequels at one point, you got a dog, which was awesome. And then if I remember right, spoiler for fable 2 sorry everybody or fable (laughs) fable 3 at the end of the game like you had to choose between like killing your family killing your dog or saving like everybody and i saved my damn dog if i'm being honest was it the second one that you had to have like you had to decide like you had to if you had enough money you could like save a lot of people if you yeah i think so Yeah. yeah I, so I would replay it just to try to make sure I had enough money. And yep. I would also try to just become a slumlord, basically, in those games. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking own everything and rent it out. <laughs> Dude, this is mine now. This is mine. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on Halo or your, or your experience with Fable? Sorry. I Yeah, I love the Fable games when they came out. I definitely played the first one a lot. Like you said, the first game where you're choices and your actions actually had consequences and changed the game a little bit was something new and very interesting and i like playing trying different styles and see see what i could do and also i like the like the progression of the character too as you went in the game got older scars i mean went from just uh just a boy all the way up to just an old guy running around and just that whole the whole thing through the game just keep changing and changing i yeah, I, I fell in love with it when I first started playing it, and I don't know how many times I went through it. Definitely. Yeah, it was a damn good game. And I think like the whole Choices Matter thing, if you look back on it now, it's pretty primitive. Like A lot of games have done it much better and built yeah. on it, but they were kind of the first ones to really do something like that. Yeah, it was fun to watch your character kind of get older and scarred up from battles and stuff like that. 
And then if you went the evil route, didn't you even grow horns? If yes. I remember right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're gonna jump generations a little bit to the 360 with uh Gears of War. Now, my brother Justin bought a 360 before I did. And I remember one night, Leif and I drove out to my dad's house where Justin was living at the time. And we played Gears of War for the first time ever on his 360. And that same night, we immediately drove to Walmart and bought a 360. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and this is definitely a franchise that has fallen off quite a bit. But I think the fact that this game by itself convinced me to buy a 360 kind of speaks volumes so jeremy what experience do you have with gears of war what do you remember of it oh yeah this was definitely a juggernaut when it came out this one i mean this game was awesome from the combat multiplayer to the campaign i mean i thought the first one killed it with marcus and dom and yeah i thought it was very well put together like i said when this one first came out oh it was just amazing and i love the love the horde mode and going up against the waves i mean trying to survive round after round and then uh oh you can't forget the the chainsaw guns and whatnot ripping oh, yeah. people apart oh that was the something satisfying to that <laughs> yeah uh leif i want to get your thoughts because mainly my favorite memories of gears of war we're going through the campaign co-op with you on the hardest difficulty so tell me a little <laughs> bit about gears of war yeah uh like you said we played quite a bit of campaign on it and honestly like jeremy said you know you have a fucking chainsaw gun <laughs> like honestly you can't not like a game that lets you just cut people in half with a chainsaw gun who even uh, thought of this this is amazing right? but no the the campaign was great playing two uh co-op on it was was awesome and i i remember it was one of the few games that one my little sister played the hell out of with me we yeah we played through the campaign mode co-op for i think we even finished it together that's like that's never once happened before that or after that so that was it was always a good gaming experience and but like you said they they haven't updated with the times they didn't come up with anything really new to the game you know like the the story's okay but it just doesn't hold your attention like it used to. And yeah, there's just not enough new stuff to it. Definitely. And uh, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. I hope they can make a comeback. I really do. Cause I fucking loved gears of war. And like I said, playing co-op with Leif, I remember there's one part of the game where you're in like a big truck and there's these birds chasing after you, but you only have enough power in the truck to either, drive or use the little light turret to drive them away you can only do one at a time mm -hmm. and like one of you is the gunner and one of you is the driver we died so many times so many times <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> but yeah i god it was such a good game and like i said i hope they come back i really do so next another 360 title was crackdown and i actually have really fond memories of the original crackdown and Crackdown 2 was not very good. It was just like the exact same game. And Crackdown 3 was god-awful. Like, really bad. <laughs> and they were, they were hyping it up hard. And it was a total flop when it came out. But did either of you guys uh, have any experience with Crackdown? Leif, we'll start with you. Yeah, I never played it. 
Never? No. Nope. I didn't really like the look of it. It looked like a, yeah. almost like a crappier GTA or something to me. and Right. So I just never picked it up. Uh, Jeremy, how about you? Uh, I did play the first one. I mean, it was interesting gameplay. I mean, it was fun for a bit, but I I think I ended up finishing it. But then I never played the second one. And I never played the third one. I just... Yeah. Like you said, the second one looked exactly the same as the first and the third I didn't even bother with. Yeah, I, I really liked the first one. Like the idea of you're kind of like this super soldier and as the game progresses, like you pick up all these orbs throughout the game and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And then like trying to take down the main boss, but you have to take out all of his like lieutenants and shit first. It was a really cool concept I remember at the time. And I finished the first game, but then... The second one, I honestly don't even remember playing. I might not have ever even played it. And then the third one, I did download because it was on Game Pass because it's a first-party game. And I played for maybe two hours, and I was like, never again. Never again. (laughs) It was not good. And I have a feeling we've maybe seen the last of Crackdown, probably. (laughs) So, because, yeah, it it was bad. Next is Forza Horizon which is kind of Microsoft's answer to Gran Turismo, and in many people's opinions is actually superior to Gran Turismo. Now, I do not do racing games, so I do not have a whole lot to say about this. But uh, Leif, what do you got on Forza? I don't have a ton to say. You know, I don't play a lot of racing games, but this this one I do I do think that it is, in my opinion, better than, than Gran Turismo. I always liked Gran Turismo back in the day, but then when forza kind of started hitting hitting xbox harder then i don't know it was i i enjoy it i can't even explain why i like it more i i you know i playing horizons it was you know the the mat the tracks i like the tracks better i don't know i i think i even like the way the cars handled a little bit better but honestly i i can't put a finger on exactly why liked it more than turismo jeremy you got any thoughts i've never played the forza i i don't think i played any of them ever like you said or like you i don't really get into racing games that much yeah and i i don't have any experience in this game so yeah the only thing i remember from like these games is just how fucking good they look like they spend a lot of time oh putting a lot of detail and they look incredible, but it's just not my thing. I'm sure they're phenomenal games, but just not for me. Need for Speed was all. <laughs> oh my yeah, favorite, Need favorite, for Speed Underground. Uh, dude. Yeah, Underground was probably my favorite <laughs> racing game of all time. And honestly, it's it's so unrealistic. It's not yeah. even funny. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Up next, we have State of Decay, the third person zombie shooter slasher i guess because you can do melee too i enjoyed state of decay for a certain period of time and then it just kind of gets old i don't know if there's a whole lot to it behind its base game but the state of decay 3 is coming out and obviously it's popular with a lot of other people so jeremy why don't you start off what do you think of state of decay uh i did enjoy playing through the first and second uh state of decay I, mean, I thought they were pretty solid games. I mean, yeah, after like the main, actually not really even a story, but after your I mean, the main little bits of the game, I mean, it didn't seem like there was much else to do. Uh, I'm just hoping that 
with this third one coming out that they incorporate stuff that maybe takes a little bit more in-depth, hopefully more of a story or some kind of uh, something to take people more into the game. I think to me, I wasn't the biggest fan of... like I like building up your characters and whatnot, but then when your great chance of losing characters constantly sometimes i just i don't know i'm i like the game but yeah it was fun it's just i don't i don't know if i particularly like games where i mean all of your characters that you could play as there's a bunch of different ones but they're all pretty generic like nobody really stands out yeah it's not like a main character there's not even really side characters like that's kind of one thing that bugged me about it but Leif, what do you think yeah, I echo the same things that you guys are saying. You know, ultimately, if it had a better story, like a more in depth one with likable characters that had personality, the game would be a lot better. You know, I mean, it it would hold me longer. I think. Um, I thought the first one was, in my opinion, better than the second one, and I don't know if it was because I only, you know, they didn't have multiplayer on there, so I kind of just. I don't know. I find myself just doing stupid shit for hours that doesn't right. really bother me. But then when you get with a group, you're trying to figure out what to do as a group. And then you realize, oh, shit, there's not a whole lot to this game. So, yeah. And we'll see what three comes out with. I mean, they seem to be getting two was substantially better than one. So we'll see if they kind of keep building on it. I hope they do. Uh, so next we have Ori in the Blind Forest and also Ori in Will of the Wisp. Uh, which 2D side-scroller, kind of Metroidvania. And Ori in the Blind Force, I played the fuck out of this game, and I loved it, and I beat it. I have not beat Will of the Wisp yet. I need to get back into that. But this is like one of those games where it's super addicting gameplay, and it looks gorgeous, and you die constantly. And there's somehow an achievement for beating the entire game without dying, which I think is impossible, because <laughs> it... It keeps track of your deaths, and I think by the time I rolled credits on the Blind Forest, I died like 330 times or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But apparently some people do it without dying once, which That's is fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, you just have to have like super quick reflexes and know your buttons and make sure to hit the right thing at the right time. And I don't know, I fucking loved this game. Loved this game. Leif, do you got any thoughts on it? Yeah, it was a good game. I kind of lose interest in these side-scrollers after a little bit. I don't know why I never finish them. I remember you recommending this game, and I, I was, it was a, it's a good game, and it was tough. And I remember you saying, dude, I died like over 300 times. <laughs> and I started playing, and I was like, this is so easy, man. I don't know what the hell. I don't remember what point I hit. And it was just fucking impossible. <laughs> I got to a point, and I died like 30 times on this one thing. And I was like, well. I'm shit at this game, and I think I gave up at that point. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, Jeremy, did you ever play? I haven't actually played it. I had downloaded it at one point, but then I I think it was on Game Pass, or it's on somewhere. And then I had it downloaded, but I never started it up, and then it just kind of, I think I had to make room for other stuff, and it just kind of went away. But have you guys talking about it? I may have to give this a try. I yeah, I I recommend like it's just one of those games like the controls are so tight and you have to be so precise and I don't know man it's a lot of fun like the combat's the easiest part of the game it's navigating and like trying to zip through places that's the hard part yeah but yeah it's a it's a blasty blast I I really enjoyed it and like I said I gotta get back into Will of the Wisps I really do one of these days there's a lot to play so 
All right, so next is Quantum Break. Uh, is done by Remedy Entertainment, the same people who did Control and Alan Wake. And Alan Wake ended up going to the PlayStation, I believe, but Quantum Break never did. And I really love Remedy Entertainment, even though they're they're weird and they're out there, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But Quantum, they always try something new. Every game they try is something different, and I love it. Like Quantum Break was a straight up third person action shooter. But it was also like a TV show miniseries. Like you would play the game, make a choice at the end of each chapter, and then that would kind of kick you off into like a little mini TV episode. And based on your choices, the episode would work out differently and that kind of thing. But I really enjoyed this game. I think I played through and beat it twice, if I remember correctly. So I really liked it. But uh, Jeremy, what did you think of Quantum Break? Yeah, I really like this one. Um when it came out i know i played through and beat it once i yeah like having the choices and i just like the style of the game the fighting felt good and the different abilities that he had i like the story to it i thought that was pretty i had a really good story to it and i couldn't remember about i knew they had done like the little tv episodes and whatnot but i kind of had forgotten if they even finished that or if it was tied into i couldn't remember how that worked but I thought it was neat that they tried to include that with it. Um, right. And a neat little approach they had, depending on your choices. And no, oh, but definitely a, a solid game, though. I I love that one when it came out. Definitely, Leif. How about you? I never played it, not for any no. specific reason. But I don't know. I just I never really paid attention to it. I guess. Okay, dude, you need to get into the Remedy Entertainment world. Start with Control. <laughs> Well, you're playing Alan Wake right now, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Set your phone down and go back and play. (laughs) No, no. Keep the phone on. Oh, yeah. Play it on your phone. Play it on my phone. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm excited to see what Remedy Entertainment does in the future. Obviously, I think they're kind of creating like their own universe, kind of like the Avengers, like their own little, like Alan Wake is in the same world as control now. Yeah, I kind of like that actually. I did tie that together, but I don't think quantum break will be in the same world because the main character in control is the actress is in quantum break too. So I think that would be kind of weird. They're not the same person, but it's the same actress. So I don't oh, know. We'll see. They're they not. They're not the they same want. character. No. So they're not no. tied together it, that way. Okay. Yeah, but I mean the fact that Control and Alan Wake are in the same universe is exciting enough. So I'm excited to see where they go with it. So up next is Recore, which I never played, and I probably should. It's on Game Pass. It's free, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. I just never got around to it. But I remember Jeremy. I've seen you online playing this game before. So tell me a little bit about Recore. Yeah, this was this is a little bit older one now. Um, no, it was a pretty interesting game. Uh, it's fun to play. I definitely recommend doing it. You have your different little cores. I think there's like four different ones that have different abilities that you can use as your little companion. It's like a dog, a big ape one, uh, maybe a flying one, and another one. But yeah, you use them to help you with combat and getting through the maps and like i said each one has different abilities there's little stuff in each of the areas um where you need their abilities to get these different cores they'll be you know in like a rock or it'll be in the sand you'll have to dig up and you have to search for 
but no, it's got quite a big map to it. Um, there's definitely a lot to do. There's these neat little dungeon esque time ones that they make you have to traverse them in a certain amount of time to be able to get a core at the end. And if you don't get to the point, then you have to replay it. And some of them are pretty freaking hard, and you have to have good timing and know exactly where you need to go to be able to do it. Because there's some of them that are like. I mean, you have like a half a second left to get to the point. And, but I'll, if you haven't played yet, I definitely recommend it. It was a lot of fun going through. Liv, how about you? Yeah, I remember Jeremy kind of recommending it to me. I played it. I, to be honest, I only really remember the beginning. I don't even know how far I got through it. I remember it being fun. The controls were pretty good. The story seemed kind of neat. I liked having the dog companion. I actually don't remember any of the other companions, so I I must not have either gotten far enough to get the other companions. Maybe I got distracted before then, but yeah, it looked good. It played good. Thinking back, I don't know why I quit it at all. So I probably just got distracted by another game that came out. But yeah, I need to pick it up at some point. But like I said, there's so much to play right now. Who knows when I, if I'll ever get to it. <laughs> I mean, we got Cyberpunk right on the horizon, so that's going to take up a lot of time. Uh, up next is Sunset Overdrive, which is crazy that when you think about it, it was developed by Insomniac Games, who's now a Sony first-party studio. Uh, they're exclusive <laughs> to PlayStation now. They did all the Ratchet and Clank games. They obviously did Spider-Man and the upcoming Spider-Man Miles Morales. But I really enjoyed Sunset Overdrive, and... Like the art style was cool, the play style was cool. Like it was a third person shooter where there's so many third person shooters where it's all about duck and cover and get behind cover and strategize. And this one was about constantly moving. Like if you stopped moving, you died. And I never finished the game and I wish I would have. And like maybe I'll get back to this one too. I keep saying that, but I probably won't. But I really enjoyed it. Leif, did you ever play? No, I never did. I remember you being excited about it, but that's about it. Yeah. Jeremy, did you? I did play it. I did end up being this one. It is a fun, I mean, just over-the-top kind of game. I mean, some of the guns they have is crazy. I can't even remember freaking most of them. I just know there's a lots of explosions and a lot of freaking blasting all over the place. The whole, another part too, too, like I said, just constantly moving. You're grinding on wires and grinding on yeah. stuff like the whole time. You're trying to create combos and get your little combo meter up to get more points and stuff and... Uh, it was just, uh, it was just a crazy fun game. Yeah, if you haven't played it yet, Leif, at least give it a try. It's, I mean, it's it's a blast. I don't know how long it'll keep your attention, but it's just yeah, it's a crazy fun game. little game. Yeah, yeah, and you can definitely tell it's from the makers of like Ratchet and Clank. Some of the guns you get in that game are so crazy, just like the Ratchet and Clank games. Where, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of variety to it, and like I said, it was a blast. And I really, I really need to go back, but. For people who play play exclusively on Xbox, it's kind of sad we're never going to get a Insomniac game again. Kind of sad, which is fine because I have a PlayStation, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so up next is Sea of Thieves, which all three of us have played, and it was a damn good game for about two hours, <laughs> and it wasn't. But I hear they're adding a lot of shit to it, so I have not played it in quite some time. But yeah, it was just kind of like gameplay repetitive loop, same thing over and over again. And I remember when we played, it got to the point where we would just try and hunt people down, and that's all we did. 
So talk to me a little bit about Sea of Thieves, Jeremy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was a gorgeous game. And I mean, it was fun playing, like I said, for like the first two, three hours. I mean, just going and figuring out and getting your ship ready and getting out on the ocean. I mean, it was a blast. But then, I don't know, when it first launched, there wasn't anything else to do, really. You went and these little map pieces and went to go get the treasure and brought it back. And it was over and over and over. And there wasn't wasn't much of a story. There wasn't much of anything else going on. There just wasn't anything to the game. I definitely had a blast. I am playing multiplayer. And I know, like I said, when you went out the ship and getting all ready for the first few times was I mean, pretty awesome. Like setting the sails and someone had to steer and getting cannons ready. But then after a while, it just got tedious having to do it every single time to get going. It was a fun game, but it was short lived. And I don't, even if they added more stuff to it, I don't know if I would even go back to it at this point. Like I said, with everything else that's out right now and coming out. Yeah, I I remember after the game launched, that was what heavy criticism from a lot of people. And I remember seeing like some interviews with the developers where they were like, well, this is a game about creating your own story. And it's like, okay, fine. But at the same time, you got to give a shit to do to make our own story. <laughs> like, you can't just have this repetitive loop. But Leif, what do you think of Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I'm pretty much with you guys on it. It it was a lot of fun to play the first few days. And the multiplayer is where it, you know, shined the most. And if they would have added more, like, different hull types of ships, you know, they don't even have to, like, control or act differently. If they would do stuff, would have done stuff like that right off the bat and gave you more customization, maybe more weapons and things like that as well for the multiplayer, you know, I think it would have held me a lot longer, just being that you could actually, like, build up and customize things more. I know you could always, you know, change your state sail colors and things like that you know different emblems on them and you know get a different lantern and things like that but to me that was kind of dumb you know i i kind of wanted to be able to like upgrade things certain ways too um maybe get a bigger rudder on your ship that turns it faster things like that so you can actually progress through the game like i understand okay you want it kind of open world make your own story but what's pushing me to create my own story to actually do any of this stuff, you know, like just purely having a different colored hull on my boat, you know, like like, it wasn't enough for me to, to want to do any of that stuff. So I think they've added more stuff to kind of push you to do it. I, you know, I jumped back in here probably like six months ago and played by myself. I had fun, but like, like you guys said, after a couple times, I wasn't going to invite you guys to play it because after a couple hours, it probably was just going to get bored again, boring again. So, right, yeah, I think some RPG elements would have gone a long way in this game. It's yes. kind of sad they didn't add anything like that in there. And I think we came across a kraken once, if I remember right. Yeah, but yeah, got our shit. Stopped. We just got. Yeah, we got fucking destroyed, and then we never saw one again. So it's like, okay. Well. Yeah, we were so excited about that kraken. I yeah, think we spent like an hour just trying to get a kraken to attack us. Right. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, if they would have just done more, and I understand 
like I understand the argument against it was always like they wanted the multiplayer to be more balanced where everybody has this ship, you know, like this is, you know, you have no, no leverage over anybody else other than they might have a bigger ship than you with more cannons, you know, but like if you're facing that same size ship, it's, it's, they're identical, but you know, what other multiplayer game keeps it that way? Like what other multiplayer game doesn't have you getting new scopes for your guns and things like that to make it your own and make it for your play style. So definitely. Yeah. They we'll see with some future updates, but I don't see them ever going that route, which I think they should, but I just don't see them doing it. No, probably my last thieves. See if these experience, I don't think I'll ever jump back. (laughs) <laughs> one there's not enough time there's it was so beautiful time. though the water in that yeah. game is absolutely amazing i hope they incorporate it into another game that's mostly water you know yeah related so i don't know yeah definitely be sad to see that go away uh all right so wrap up our final game we're going to talk about is hellblade sen was sacrifice so they have an upcoming hellblade 2 sen was saga coming up and I dabbled in this game a little bit, and I don't know why I just kind of fell out of it, but uh, Leif played the ever-living shit out of this game. So Leif, what do you think of Hellblade? Yeah, I love this game. You know, I'll be I'll be simping for this game for the rest of my life. <laughs> I honestly, I love this game. You know, it's only one, the type of game that you play one time through, but the style, the audio aspects that they incorporated into it and stuff like that i don't know just the story everything caught my attention and i played this straight through i i played it all in a day and a half you know i had to go to work to break up the monotony i guess but but uh this game like just i just destroyed it you know i just played it right on through i i would recommend this game to everybody so honestly right so the the Jimmy. fighting style and stuff the fighting in the game is a little slow but honestly the there's some puzzles in the game that you're kind of like eh but the story is what keeps you in that game so jeremy did you ever play i did play it um i mean i thought it was a gorgeous game and i mean it was great for what i played i remember i just got stuck on oh, there's one part where she had a vision and then fire and stuff appeared and it seemed like no matter what i did or where i went I would just end up dying. I couldn't get anywhere. So then I think after about 10 times, I just, I think I, I called it on it and I, <laughs> I haven't come back to it. But up to that point, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a great game. I mean, beautifully done. I mean, great story. I mean, music. I mean, just the uh, animation on it. I mean, it was, it was good. I'm excited for the second one. Yeah. I think I would, go as far as to say it's probably the best looking game of the generation on xbox i mean fucking a that game looked good looked damn good yeah i just never finished it so maybe one of these days probably not but maybe i keep <laughs> saying that, say that, I've said that over and over <laughs> there's so many games i want to get back to there's just not enough time there just isn't just have to quit your job yeah, there you go. You just have to download the Xbox app and not yeah. actually do work at work. You just sit there playing games on your phone. Bring, bring my Xbox controller to work. Yep. There you go. You just leave one in your desk at work. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So that kind of wraps up our exclusive games. So the 
just real quick before we get into tabletop game, just as a whole, as I was writing this, I mean, I know some of them are making a comeback like Fable. This was kind of depressing, if I'm being honest. Like, especially when you compare it to Sony's first party games, I just feel like Halo's gone down, Gears of War has gone down, uh, Crackdown can disappear forever, and that's fine. Uh, Force is probably still going to outdo Gran Turismo. State of Decay, eh. Ori was a lot of fun, but not like a triple A shit, you know? Quantum Break, Remedy Entertainment's not just doing exclusives anymore, really. Uh, Recore I never really played. Sunset Overdrive is now Insomniac, which is Sony. Sea of Thieves kind of fizzled out. Hellblade, I think, is like our most excited for, I think. But... I don't know. What do you guys think of their first party games overall, just kind of as a whole moving forward? Yeah, I mean, it's no no secret that PlayStation has the best exclusives out there. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. They they need more, of course, but I we've talked about this. I don't think that that's where they're trying to compete with PlayStation on, you know, so I think they're just trying to make as they've said in the past gaming more accessible if they have it available on everything they will they'll be able to maybe beat playstation on that you know and i don't think they i don't know they're just gonna try to pick up market share where they can on just getting gamers that don't really have a dog in the fight i guess you know they don't have they haven't played let's say the spider-mans and stuff like that on playstation and these they're younger kids usually and they just want to play a game with their friends and if you're able to play it wherever on whatever and cross play then you can play with your friend on whatever system you know basically other than playstation since playstation doesn't fight for that so so yeah that's Uh, where i'm at jeremy what do you think about it as a whole yeah i think the xbox gets kind of crushed when it compares to sony and their exclusives i mean they do have quite a bit and a lot of uh, big titles and a lot of games have been very successful i i do like a lot of the games that xbox has i mean a lot of these are great ones but i mean i think they could definitely do with a bit more and i don't know it just leaves me hopeful with the way as i mentioned with uh phil spencer kind of his latest little messages he's talking about with these games don't have to go to ps5 and go to playstation and he's kind of hitting more and more that's just going to stay on their little network of xbox and microsoft and the pc i just i i really do hope we see more big name exclusives coming to us here on xbox and microsoft but i said i don't know if it's just him you know just saying stuff to try to get more attention more people talking about it or if it actually is going to happen only time will tell but i mean we definitely need some more exclusives though for the xbox yeah we'll see what happens i they're going the quantity over well not i don't even want to say quantity versus quality but they definitely have the quantity one so we'll see all right we're gonna end the show as we always do with our tabletop game of the week and it's my pick this week and i'm choosing jeremy's favorite game ever and i can't believe you didn't bring this up when you had your turn to go but it's coup and coup is a card game and it's kind of tough to explain but basically you play against each other you have different characters that can do different things and 
but the whole part of the game is you can basically just lying to your friends that's what it is it's how good of a liar are you to the people you care about and (laughs) you can so you can pretend you have whatever character you want even if you don't have it like there's an assassin card where you can assassinate people but you don't actually have to have that card to assassinate people but if they call you out on your bullshit then you're fucked so I say it's Jeremy's favorite game ever. Jeremy, I think you have the longest losing streak in this game <laughs> in the history of the world. Um, <laughs> you have got a couple wins, but it's it's pretty rare, which is kind of nice if I'm being honest, because you, <laughs> you, you kind of win at everything. So it's nice to see you brought down a little bit. So <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think of Koo? <laughs> Uh Yeah, this is uh, definitely not my favorite game. <laughs> But you'll be happy to know that I actually ended up picking up Koo. Did you really? I did. I bought it, and I even <laughs> went as far as to buy the little expansion thing they had to it as well. Wow. I, I wanted to get better at it because I apparently <laughs> suck at lying, and I suck at this game. So I want to try to get better. So I, I did buy it. That's awesome. Uh, Leif, what do you think about Koo? Yeah, it's a fun game. It, it's so fun just calling people on their shit you know on that game i don't know it's tough to explain it further than that you know it's just such a screw around if you take it seriously then yeah you you might get pissed off at your friends or something for lying to you but honestly it's just it's it's lighthearted. it's fun you fucking lying about having like two assassins when clearly you don't like trying to assassinate people right after they got rid of one of your assassins like that's that's a big ball move you know like yep. that's, <laughs> i don't know just fucking hilarious game yeah the i think the best round i've ever seen was our buddy tom who got so drunk i don't even think he knew what was going on anymore and he just lied the entire game <laughs> he had no idea what was going on I and honestly don't think he had any idea what was going on in any no, of the games. I, I mean, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he just lied his ass off the whole game. <laughs> so, and just created chaos. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was great. Uh, so, so, yeah, Koo is my pick of the week. So, nice. good pick. <laughs> All right, guys, that concludes Extra Life Episode 4. Everyone, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Enter in our giveaways, please. Also, email us at nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. We would love to read some of your questions, comments, concerns on the air. Uh, any parting words of wisdom, gentlemen? Nada. Uh, nada. Oh, All right. Copied me. Oh, you got one? He copied me. Yeah, I did. Oh, you both said nada. <laughs> uh, that's not really wisdom, so we're just going to go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.